the list of the many Averias to which one could be liable to the punishment of lashes of Malchus continues. And this Mishnah discusses the Torah's prohibition of You shall not place on yourselves a writing of a tattoo. And a tattoo is basically made up of two different parts. One is making cuts in the skin, and the other part is filling up those cuts with the ink, which will remain there permanently. Hakosev Kasevitz Kaka, one who imprints, he draws a tattoo on somebody's body, Kosa Velikiaka, if he wrote on the body, meaning he put the ink on, but he didn't make the cuts into the skin for the ink to be drawn in permanently, Kiaka, or if he made the cuts in the person's skin, Kosav, but he did not fill it up with ink, in Chayev, he is not liable to Malchus, unless he draws or he writes the thing with ink and he makes the cuts as well. Or he uses Kho, which is another type of ink, usually used as some sort of eyeshadow. And anything which will remain there permanently. If he makes a permanent tattoo, that is the prohibition of Kaka, and for that he is liable to Malchus. It should be noted that the person who violates the prohibition is the person who makes the tattoo, not necessarily the person who is being tattooed unless he himself is involved in the process. But it's really the person who's doing the action of making the tattoo, he is the one who violates this prohibition. And the origins of this practice of making tattoos was a practice of people who worshipped Rabbi Dezara, idolatry. So much so, so that Rabbi Shimon Yehuda, Rabbi Shimon Oimer, Rabbi Shimon Yehuda, in the name of Rabbi Shimon, says, He's only liable to Malchus for this prohibition of making a tattoo if he writes or draws the name of the idolatry. Either he draws it or he writes the name of the idolatry. Only then would he violate the full prohibition of making a tattoo. Shenem, as the Pasuk says, Don't place on yourselves a tattoo. Ani Hashem, I am Hashem. Why is the Pasuk adding I am Hashem? Because it's saying, don't make this permanent mark on yourselves as a sign that you're permanently subjugated to the Avodah Zorah, because I am the real God. So you see that it has to, the tattoo has to have a rep- representation of the Avedazara in order f- to be liable to the punishment of Malchus. Mishnah Zayin, a Nazir is somebody who makes a particular vow to become a Nazir, and a Nazir is prohibited in three main prohibitions. One, he is forbidden to drink wine or anything which comes from grapes, from a vine. Secondly, it is forbidden for him to shave his hair or to cut any of his hair. And thirdly, it's forbidden for him to become Tomei. And the next two Mishnahs discuss him receiving Malchus for these various prohibitions and how many Malchus he would receive. Nozir who was drinking wine all day. All day he was violating this prohibition of consuming a product of grapes or the vine. Says Mishnah in Achas, he is only liable to one set of Malchus. Because we're talking about a case where he only received one warning. There were two witnesses, they gave him asra'a. They said, it's forbidden for you to do this. If you do this, you're going to receive Malchus. And he nevertheless, as soon as they warned him, he violated that prohibition and continued all day. But since he only received asra'a once, he would only receive Malchus once. There is a condition in order to be liable to Malchus that you receive asra'a. If you only received asra'a the warning once, you're only going to receive Malchus once. However, Omrulai, if the witnesses told him, Al-Tishta, don't drink, Al-Tishta, don't drink. 
Vushaisan, he continues to drink after every time they warn him not to. As long as he starts drinking within a couple of seconds since the Hasra is given to him, he is liable for every single time that he drank after receiving Hasra not to drink. If the Nazir was becoming Tomei from dead bodies all day. Now, once somebody becomes Tomei, he can't necessarily become Tomei again. If he's already Tomei, so he has that tumor on him for the next seven days if it's tumor from a dead body. And even if he touches another dead body, it's not going to make him more Tomei. He's already Tomei. Nevertheless, even a Nazir who's already Tomei, it's forbidden for him to touch a dead body again, for him to create a new reason why he should become Tomei, even if he's already Tomei. So the Mishnah says, if he was becoming Tomei all day, he kept on touching another dead body. In Chaim al-Achas, he's only liable to one set of lashes because he only received Hasra'a, warning not to do this, once. However, on Muloy al-Tamei al-Tamei, if the witnesses told him again and again, don't become Tomei, don't become Tomei, v'humi Tamei, and yet he continues to become Tomei and to have contact with dead bodies, Chaim al-Achas al-Achas, he's going to be liable to a set of lashes for each time that he violated the warning, and he touched the dead body again. Next example, if the Nazir was shaving his hair all day, but he only received warning once at the beginning, in Chayim al-Achas, he's only liable to one set of Malkas. However, if the witnesses told him, don't shave, don't shave, and he continues to shave his hair, he can be liable to a set of Malkas, even for every single hair. If they warn him, don't shave, and he cuts off one hair, he'd be liable to Malkas for that. If they warn him again and he cuts off even one hair, every single time he cuts off and shaves off any hair, he will be liable to another set of lashes. Now the Mishnah gives an example which applies to everybody, even not a Nazir, regarding the prohibition of shatnas. Shatnas refers to the prohibition of wearing an item of clothing which contains both wool and linen in it. And the Mishnah says, If somebody was wearing an item of clothing which was shatnas and he was wearing it all day, and just before he put it on, he received Hasra'a warning from two witnesses not to do so, and that if he does so, he'll receive Malchus, and nevertheless he still went ahead and did the Avera. In Chayim al-Achas, he's only liable to one set of Malchus, even if he was wearing it all day. And even if he took it off himself and put it back on, since he only received one Hasra'a, he'll only be liable to one set of Malchus. Amrullah, if witnesses told him, Al-Tilbash, Al-Tilbash, don't wear the Shatners, don't wear the Shatners, they gave him Hasra'a, and he took the clothes off and put them back on after each hasra'a. And the Gemara adds, even if he doesn't actually take the clothes off, but he keeps them on his body for the, the time that it takes to take it off and put it back on, that in itself is considered to be a misa, an action of wearing it. It's not considered to be passive, and therefore, He'll be liable for each time that he puts it back on or that he keeps it on him for enough time to take it off and put it back on. Mishnah test. This Mishnah shows that if somebody does one act, but in that one act he violates multiple prohibitions. In that case he would receive more than one set of Malchus, even for the same act. You could have somebody who plows one furrow. He plows one row in the field one line in the field, and he will be liable for doing, for plowing, he will be liable to eight sets of Malchus for having violated eight different Averas. By doing one act of plowing, he can lie, he can violate eight different Averas. How do we have such a case? If somebody is plowing using an ox and a donkey, using two different animals to plow, it's forbidden, the Torah says, you cannot use a 
ox and a donkey to plough together. Both the ox and the donkey are sanctified. The ox is a firstborn ox and needs to be brought as a korban. And the Torah says that it's forbidden to work with a firstborn animal. And the donkey, even though it can't be brought as a korban, we're talking about a donkey which has been designated to the, to the Beis HaMikdash. And it has sanctity. It's hekdash. So by using these two animals, which are both sanctified, one is going to be brought as a korban, one is just designated to the Beis HaMikdash. So he violates another two um, Averis. So far we have three. Fourthly, Bekilayim Bakerem. Whilst he is ploughing, he is planting Kilayim in a vineyard. Kilayim is when you plant a different species. You plant two different species together. And Kilayim Bakerem is when you plant a different species within a vineyard. So if he's ploughing in order to plant, or he's also sowing the seeds of Kilayim in the ground. Or perhaps we're talking about a case where the seeds are already in the ground, and by ploughing he is making them be covered properly by the earth so that they will take root and start to grow. Uvashavies, he does this during the Shemitah year. Once every seven years, it's forbidden to work the land. The Yomtev, he does it on Yomtev, it's forbidden to do work on Yomtev. The reason why the Mishnah chose Yomtev and not Shabbos is because there's no punishment of Malkus for somebody who violates Shabbos, only for violating Yomtev, all right? And this person is the Koyen the Nozer, he is a Koyen and a Nozer, and he's plowing with a Satuma, in a field which is Tomei, meaning in a Besak Voris, in a cemetery. That is where he is ploughing. So he's becoming Tomei while he is doing it, and it's forbidden for the Koyen and the Nozer to become Tomei from a dead body. So now that's, that's another two Averis. Hananam and Chachinai, Omer Hananam and Chachinai says, you could even find a case where he violates nine Averis. Afarevich Kilayim, even somebody who wears Shatnas, let's add to the fact that he's ploughing with all of these things, that while he's doing so, he's wearing Shatnas. And that way, he would violate another Avera. Ahamruloi the Charom said to him, why didn't we count that? Because Eina Hashem. That is not the same type of Avera. It's not because of the same thing. All of the things which we just mentioned are Averas due to the ploughing. Over here, it's an Avera for something not related to the ploughing at all. It happens to be he's wearing shutness, but that has nothing to do with ploughing. And that's why that's not counted as one of the eight. Omar Lohem. Hananim and Chachinai said to them, Aflehan Nozeru Hashem. So according to that, even a Nozer, and the same goes for a Koyen, that's also not the same type of Avera. The Nozer and the Koyen being there in a Tomei place, that Avera has nothing to do with the plowing itself, and yet you still counted it. So you should also count if he is wearing Shatnas. Now the truth is the Chachomim, although it's not recorded in the Mishnah, but they answered back, saying that at the end of the day, in order for the Koenon and the Nozir to plough, they have to be there. They had to have entered into that area in order to plough. So it's true that the Aveira is not because of the ploughing itself, but entering there in order to plough, that is what caused them to violate the Aveira. Whereas the fact that they're wearing Shatnas has absolutely nothing to do with it, and it's not relevant to say that in order to plough, they had to wear Shatnas. It's not true. However, they did need to enter into that area in order to plough over there.